Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good. It's straight out the day, man. We back again with another podcast. Um, today we're actually in the building with the homie Rod McCoy, um, Alabama native, currently here in, in in Atlanta, man. How you doing, bro? Doing good, man. How about yourself, man. I'm good, bro. Um, I appreciate you coming through, man. I know it's you know it's on a Monday. Um, we having a good time though. You know what I mean? Yeah, Get everything good, started man. off. Um, the homie, man. This is like. I like to call this is this is what it means to truly network, you know what I'm saying, and using social media to your advantage. Yeah. Like, uh, I think the way that we connected, I had like a, um, I think I put a question up or something. I can't even remember what I said. I said something on, on um, Twitter. Right. And, you know, you responded, and, you know, we started going back and forth. Um, and you was like, you sent me some music. I enjoyed the music, and, and it's, it's for the upcoming project. Mm-hmm. But, um you know, and, and you here now. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. It's that it's that yeah. follow up, dude. And it's one of those things as an independent artist where people I don't know if people are just scared to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's like old fashioned now, man. Because you got email and you got you know you could tweet somebody and you know write them on Facebook. So even phone calls are considered like you know yeah they're they're, they're taking in pride now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy, man. I'm like, dude, at this point in time, I think what it is is people became internet famous you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. and, and it's like and it's easy to click a button man yeah you know? it's so easy to click a button yeah. and, and you know i don't know i've been i've been kind of riding this campaign man for for a couple of months now just on this like you know telling independent artists not to forget about the grassroots marketing mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there's a lot of people where they they get excited about a new project um, you know, and, and a lot of times they don't even really do the marketing. They just make the music and put it out and think yeah. that, you People know, going to gravitate to exactly. it. Like they're going to find it somehow. Yeah. It's like, and, and, and you know, that happens, but that ain't, you know, that's not how it yeah. goes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you got to get out there and move, man, and, and talk to people. And it's like, it's a, it's that's crazy it. how many people I talk to on a regular basis do it. They just don't care about doing that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like. It's weird, um, but you know what? Before before we go any further, man, and I forgot to do is please apologize. I'm kind of ramble. Like I said, the, this, the information that I got today kind of kind of threw me off a little bit, so I apologize, up, you know, in advance. But um, I do want to say that this podcast here, man, is sponsored by the good folks over at Classic uh, Classic Clothing to be exact, man. Make sure you go to their site, man. Check out their their clothes, man. Everything on it is dope. Um, I actually had on a shirt yesterday. I didn't rock it today. But, um, you know, definitely check out their clothing. Uh, their, their mantra is spread good, be good. And with a, a slogan like that, man, you you know you're dealing with good product. Uh, quality product, quality brand. Definitely check them out. You can go to thatsclassic.com. That's T-H-A-T-S, classic, C-L-A-S-S-I-K.com. And, and go there. And uh, once you go there and look around, you see something you like, man, use the promo code straight S T R eight. And that give you $5 off, man, on your next purchase. Um, you got to make a purchase of at least $5. Now we ain't giving that away for free, but definitely give you $5 off. You go there, check it out. Um, if you like what you see, like I say, use that promo code and, and you know, we definitely appreciate it. If you do that, it, um, it's a big deal. So, um, once again, that, that website is that's classic. That's T H A T S classic C L A S S I K dot com. Go there, look around, spread good, be good, man. Thanks again for the support, fellas. Um, and also, if y'all listen to this on SoundCloud, man, please subscribe on iTunes. Like, I love that you guys are listening, it's great. Um, but you know, just the way that the game goes, 
I, I need you guys to subscribe, rate, and comment on the podcast on iTunes. So it, it takes literally no time at all. The little button that you see right up under the uh, SoundCloud link, just go ahead and click that, subscribe to iTunes. It takes literally like three seconds, man. Not a long time at all. So now that we got all that business out of the way, man, back to the homie Rod McCoy. Man, I got a, a couple of things that I want to go over with you. Um, but, you know, the bulk of it, man, I just want people to get to know who you are. You right. know what I'm saying? Not as just as a rapper, as an MC, but just as a person. You know what I mean? And and yeah. you know, I, I just have this 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 thing where it's like if people connect with you as a person, they'll ride with you as an MC yeah. forever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know, that's what we're we really about, man. But um, you know, I know you from you from Alabama, right? Yeah, I'm from Alabama. Okay, man. what part of Alabama are you from? From Haynesville, it's between uh Selma and Montgomery. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know a whole lot about Alabama, bro. Right, I ain't gonna right. lie to you. You know, yeah, you, probably want, you probably won't know Haynesville, man. <laughs> Haynesville, where was a small, real small city? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a town, man. You town. can't call it a city. Yeah. Everybody know everybody type yeah. thing. That's yeah. cool, man. So, you know, coming from, from Alabama, like, you know, it's a lot of hip-hop in Alabama, though, especially, you know, as of late, you got, the, of course, David Banner, Big Crip. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they really making some noise in, in, in the state as a whole. Yeah, and, well, they're they from Mississippi, actually, but they oh, definitely represent no, for the no. South, though. I'm sorry. We got like Yellow Wolf. Yeah, Rich Boy did his thing for Rich a minute. Rich Boy. There we go. Like, I got uh, my stage mixed up. See, yeah. I told you. Um, Yellow Wolf. I've been riding with Yellow Wolf for a long yeah, time. Yeah, Yellow Wolf go, man. A long time. I got a funny story about Yellow Wolf, man. I don't know if you know, my background is in music production. I sent okay. Yellow Wolf some tracks like years ago, back when he was on his, you know, independent grind. Right. And, uh, you know, we went back and forth and. I actually I I went back and listened to some of those tracks and I'm glad he didn't pick them up. They were just like you know, they went they weren't good at all. You know I'm just keeping yeah. real myself. They were kind of those tracks where I was guessing instead of you know trying to make some good music with them. And um, but yeah man, he's dope man. He's been riding for a minute. Rich boy, yeah you're right. Um, and I heard Rich boy on a, a record recently. Um, I'm trying to think of what's the name of it. It yeah, was I, I haven't heard from Rich boy in a while man. I thought he, he came for a long. He he, I, and I hate to say fell off because I yeah. don't know what people doing. They might be working right. in the background, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But I heard something, and it wasn't like a single. I think it was just like he was featured on something. I think it might have been um on a Hit Boy album. Okay, he was featured on Hit Boy album, and I mean he held his own, man. You know he he definitely made some noise yeah, in yeah. the state. I like to do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, coming from Alabama, man, you know. We can talk about what's going on in the news because I'm sure you've seen that growing yeah. up. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Mike Brown situation, mm-hmm. um, you know, police brutality. And, you know, I don't have all the facts and I don't like to point fingers, but I just saw like a autopsy picture and it don't look too good for the cop. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah, it they said it was two headshots, man. Yeah. Six shots total. And one shot, they said it was like at the top of the head, like meaning that he was leaning already forward, down, already yeah. down pretty much. Yeah. So it's. Oh, man. It, I don't know, man. It's, it, we got to get it together. You know what I'm yeah, saying? We, yeah. we got to get it together. But on top of that, it's like, sometimes I'm kind of torn because it's it's like, you know, stuff like that happened with the cops, but then mm-hmm. we do it to ourselves every day. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, true. I mean, but at, at the same token, uh, it's like the cops are paid, you know, to protect us. You that's know, true. Paid and protect citizens as a whole, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I mean, on the other side of that, you have people that's trying to, you know, survive and trying to get it how they trying to get it. So I feel what you're saying though. Yeah. I definitely yeah. feel what you're saying. So, you know, your story, man, like, you know, growing up in Alabama, first off, like how long were you in Alabama pretty much your whole life? No, nah, I was in Alabama until I was about eight, man. Then you came here? 
Nah, then I went up. Yeah, I came here for about two, three years, and I went up to Detroit. Okay. Came back down here in 03. So take us on that journey, man. Like, you know, being eight, I'm sure you still, of course, you're still learning yourself at eight years old, yeah, yeah. man, you know. But to be in the city like Atlanta, like, to see that contrast. Like, mm-hmm. you go from town to yeah. a city, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, like, I mean, in Alabama, man, where I was at, it was, you know, your auntie was down the street and your grandma was around the corner. Mm-hmm. You know, and your, your auntie was up the hill or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So, after school every day, it was, you know, baseball games with sticks and tennis balls. And oh, yeah. On the Fridays, we might have a, a fish fry at Grandma's house under the tree. Yeah. You know, and then we come up here to Atlanta. It was cool. It was busy. It was a lot more fast-paced. But it wasn't no more baseball games, so we started yeah. hooping. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and started dating Mexican girls, you know, so... It was it was a, it was a lot different, man. But it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I definitely enjoyed coming up here. It's, it's definitely put a vibe to a different vibe to my you know character, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you know, saying that, man. Um, I grew up in Macon. It's it's not really a town. It, it's a city. Yeah. It's you know a nice yeah. size city, but compared to Atlanta, it's like day and night. Yeah, you know. Gotcha. And you said something because I I grew up in an apartment complex, and it's like you right. Like when you're young and you're in a smaller place, mm-hmm. everybody can get together, going yeah, play man. ball. It's you know, fun. It's fun. That's why the hood is so fun. Man. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it's plenty of things to do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, yeah. but then when you kind of go to a bigger city, it's like trying to get everybody on the move, everybody doing their yeah. own thing. So you're yeah. trying to get people together. It's like everybody's schedule is hectic. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did you go from Atlanta to Detroit? What was that move? Uh. My mom and my pops had separated, and then we came up here to move back with my pops because he moved up here. Okay. And then my aunt was in Detroit, so my mom moved to Detroit. Of course, we went with her. And um, that's how we got to Detroit. And uh, that was back in, like, I think, like, 98, man. 98. Yeah. Um, I, I spent a, a little time in Detroit. And when I say a little time, I mean, like, you know, visiting. Not, yeah, you know, yeah. that's crazy, but... <laughs> And I and I probably said this before on the podcast, man. But you know, there's those cities where people talk about, mm-hmm. and everybody have their opinion. Yeah. And it's kind of like, no, it can't be like that. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. And then you visit, and you see, it's like, oh yeah, it's like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, Detroit, man, it's one of those places like downtown. There are a couple of cool spots like mm-hmm. the casinos and and yeah. stuff like that. But man, I swear to you, man, because my, my my wife she used to live in Canton. Like, yeah. you know, uh-huh. probably like 25 minutes away or whatever. Right. But, you know, we would go to Detroit. And it's like on the way to Detroit, you'll see like, just like it is, you'll see like nice house, nice house. Mm-hmm. Abandoned, abandoned, yeah. abandoned. Okay house. Abandoned. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and it's crazy because you see that and it's like, wow, it's really real. Like, this is what people are talking about yeah. that's going on. And, and, you know, the economic growth and. Yeah, that's the reality up there, man. The reality, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like that that time up there, you were in what maybe? I was, was in, like, um, I think it was sixth it was, grade. It was junior high. Junior so, high, okay. Yeah, it was like six, fourth seven, and eight. fifth or something like that, okay. man. And uh, yeah, we stayed on the east side, stayed on the west side, seven mile. You know, you had bars on the windows, yeah, bars on the doors. You know, <laughs> gunshots and sirens was a, a daily like you gonna hear it in your your daily soundtrack. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It became, like, the norm almost. Yeah, yeah. But mom's kept us straight for sure, man. So. Yeah. No, I, man, that's 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 great to hear, man, because it's, yeah. it's like, as a youth, it's so much other stuff to get into. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, and we've all dealt with it. You know, I don't point mm-hmm. fingers or anything like that. Like, as a kid, you know, my parents were great at helping me do work, keeping me active. I was playing mm-hmm. sports and stuff like that. But yeah. 
when they not around, there's always stuff to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and it's like you can easily get caught up hanging around the wrong people. Definitely. And luckily for me, I didn't I didn't really get caught up too much hanging around the wrong people. But I mean, my elementary school was in the middle of the hood, like yeah. war zone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I feel you, man. across the street, gang rival gangs across the street yeah. from each other. You know, everybody going, got their own clique. Man. Everything you know, so mm-hmm. to, to make it out, it, you know, it's a blessing, man. It's definitely a blessing for you. You know. That. So from Detroit, you came back to Atlanta, and that was yeah. that was pretty much it. Yeah. So, music for you, right? I mean, you kind of you've been in a lot of different areas. You know, you're in mm-hmm. Alabama, Atlanta, Detroit. You kind of get a mix of everything in a sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Growing yeah. up, was it something that kind of caught your attention early on? That kind of you know nah, that you can man. remember? Actually, uh, music started with me in the military when I was. Uh when I was down in Florida, I was playing basketball down there. And mm-hmm. one day after practice, my homeboy was like, you know, we finna go rap, you know, come to the crib, you know, come kick come kick it pretty much. Yeah. And I went over there and, you know, I heard them rapping. I wrote a verse at the crib the same night, brought it back the next day. And, you know, since then, man, it's just been a, a love of mine, really. Yeah, so it was just, like, natural, like, yeah. just like that, you know yeah. what I mean? That's, that's, that's dope, man, like how something can kind of sit into you, you know, that whole time, and then you finally get a chance to unleash yeah, it. Yeah, man. You, know? you yeah. remember, do you remember that verse? I don't, man. I got it at the crib. You know, I try okay, not to okay. play it so much because yeah, it's, yeah. like, it's like nails on the chalkboard, really, man. But, you know, I got it at the crib. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I was... Uh... <laughs> No, it's funny you say that because, like, that's just the truth, right? Yeah, that's just man. the truth of the reality. Like, but at you, that time, though, when I laid the verse, oh, it was I was dope. like, oh, man, yeah, it's they got to sign me. You cannot <laughs> sign me off of this. <laughs> no, man, it's just crazy, though, because you go back and listen, and you like, what was I thinking about? Yeah, man. You know and I was like, like, why do people tell me this sounded good? Man, you know, it's so important to have, like, honest people around you early yeah. on. Yeah. I, you know what I've learned, though, dude, is... People just want to see you happy, mm-hmm. and, and and a lot of times it's not it's not even necessarily like yes man it's just people who afraid to tell you no because they don't know what kind of effect that's gonna have on you, okay. and and it's like I'm the type of person like if it ain't working like let me know so mm-hmm. I can work you know fix yeah, same it same here man you know and but you just it's, it's so easy you got people just tell you like oh yeah man it's cool man it's cool and what I yeah. had to learn is like. Those those words, figure out what those words mean. Like, if yeah. it's dope. You got to read the body language. And yeah. You gotta, all of it. That's what you got to do. They'll be like, oh, man, it's straight, man. Like, okay, yeah. no, nah, that went all that. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so you got you to gotta figure that out. Because people sometimes, they're going to tell you, no, nah, that ain't it. You got to, yeah. like you said, read the body language. And it's all how you said, too, man. You yeah. know, constructive criticism. You can, you know, talk to somebody one-on-one, you know, on a good level. Or you could be like, oh, man, that shit was so goddamn yeah. ugly. <laughs> you know. And it'd be over with. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So you mentioned the military, man. Um, uh-huh. That experience for you, like, uh, I mean, first off, kudos to you, bro, because I, I, I just I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't do it. I can't, I can't fight for the for the country and all that. So I always salute any anybody that's any part of the military, whether it's reserve to full service, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you go in there and do that, you deserve that. You know what right. I'm saying? So, what? Why the military? Like, what what got you there? You know what I mean? Man, um, I tried college out for for a semester. Um, you know, I couldn't get on the basketball team. You know, the basketball team was full when school started, mm-hmm. but they had to have tryouts apparently. You know, and they picked one person up, walk-ons. so I couldn't get on the basketball yeah. team. What was that for? Like walk-ons and stuff. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I couldn't get on the squad. You know, and I wasn't going to classes. Man, it was Madden in the daytime. <laughs> 
and you know playing basketball in the evening. Yeah, and that was it. You know, so eventually I was like, I got to get some money, man. Military was the quickest option, and you know had the best benefits, you know, in the long run as well. So, you know, that's why I jumped on that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a grown man decision to make, though. Yeah, you man. know, at like yeah, eighteen yeah. to just be like, I mean, you know, and, and I can respect that because it was like instead of playing around in school and then next thing you know, like a year went by, you got like full credits. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, actually at the same time too, man, I, I had this girl, you know, that I was in the high school and, uh, you know, she said I had a baby by, you know, that's mm. what I thought as well. So, you know, she wanted money and then baby wasn't mine, you know, so look, bro, like that happen. I'm going to explain something to you. I know you heard, you heard a couple of the podcasts. Yeah. We just can't fly by that. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about it. That's part of your story, bro. That's a part of your story. Like, you just can't put that out here and then think, like, like I'm finna go to the next oh, topic. Man. So, bro, like, all right. So, <laughs> were you, like, 18, 19 at the time when, that, when you get that information? Yeah, this was high school. This was right after high oh, school. Oh, right after this high school. Was, yeah, freshman so, like, year in college. Freshman year so, college. So, 17, 18 or something like that. How did that, uh, it's kind of a rhetorical question, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to get your, you know, your intake on it. Like, yeah. What did that do to you to find out? First off, like you fresh in college and this girl say you got a baby on the way. Like, what did Man, that do? Let me tell you what was so bad about it. It was high school. It was my senior year, she told me, you oh. know, she had the baby. So she was pregnant in high school. High school, gotcha. So my whole, you know, last half year of high school, got no girls, you know, no girls I want to talk to, yeah, to yeah. a dude who got a kid. Kid on you know the way, yeah, yeah. And it was like my whole social life just kind of changed, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm joking with my niggas and shit, and it's like, uh man, shut up! You got a baby. You got a crib, baby. You know what I'm saying? So it was crazy, man. So it it kills the social life, and now you, it's kind of like, and it put added responsibility on you because now you thinking yeah. like, yo, I gotta, I gotta make it happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like kind of almost like added pressure in a sense because yeah, definitely, man. it's kind of like you can't just. You can't just play around. You're like, man, right. I got to make something happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to make it happen. So yeah. for you, what happens when you when you get that news of like, well, first off, how did, did she just flat out tell you or did you like to go the investigative route and, you know, nah, what, what happened? She tried to put me on child support. Oh, yeah. And you got child it. support got the mandatory you blood, know, test. blood test yeah. and it came back negative. So, you know, I just called her, left a voicemail, like, yo, I got the results back. You know, the kid ain't mine. You know, you can keep the toys and the clothes, but yeah. I'm gone, you know? Yeah. And it was still kind of early on, so it was no, like, real attachment with the kid. Yeah, it was, like, maybe five months or something okay. like that. Okay, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, man, I mean, that's, that's like, a whole nother way your life could have went. You know yeah, man. Yeah, it was a big relief. Yeah, I, I, that, I, I can imagine. So, yeah. like, what happens to your social life after that news? Are you are people believing that it's not your kid, or is it kind of like... You know, um, yeah, after a while, it kind of took a while for people to actually realize it and get the word around, back yeah. around Douglas County, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But yeah, man, it took a little minute. That's that's crazy, man. I, I you telling me that story and it's kinda not me personally. I just I, I, <laughs> I know people who've been in those situations. Yeah, man. You know it's what I'm saying? Fun. And it, it's not fun. Cause like yeah. as you tell me, you I mean like your story is almost similar to a homeboy of mine. It just it didn't happen in high school, but one of one of my people, it was just like he had to deal with that. He had yeah. to deal with that situation yeah. and it's kinda like Bro, like you're talking about, uh, and I don't want to say cloud because we're talking about children, mm-hmm. but it's just like 
sometimes, man, like, I, I, I'm just not a fan of when a, a woman try to use a child as a bargaining chip. Yeah. You know either, what man. I mean? And it's like, it's so it's so many different ways that we can make this happen and, and handle it responsibly. Right. You know, but when you try to use it as a bargaining chip, and I'm not I'm not sure if that was your situation, nah, nah. but, you know, that 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 sucks. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And so you're like, no, man, it was like yeah, no social life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So cool, man. So like now that we got that out of the way, like, trust me, if you ever blurt out anything like that, bro, we gotta talk about it. It ain't no like just going to the next Oh, we can do that. Man. No, 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 it's cool, man. So um, you know, you sent me a couple of records. Mm-hmm. And and really, no, I I wanna wait to get to that because that's a little further on in your story. Like so with rapping, you 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 just started rapping. You rap a verse. That's an okay verse. Later on, you figure out that you didn't really like it or whatever. <laughs> right. Um, what inspired you to like really keep going? You know, after that, to be like, okay, I can rap. Like, what's next for me? You know what I mean? Uh, what inspired me, man, was just you know the people I surrounded myself with. I kind of got, you know, a couple other homies in the military that rap, and we ended up starting the whole Audible Hustle movement. You know what I'm saying? Just those guys and. Uh, you know, just hearing stuff on the radio, and I'm like, man, this is so trash. Yeah. You know, I can write better than this, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, same thing every other artist thinks probably. Mm-hmm. You know, but just that passion, man, and just, you know, just believing that I can go and get it. Yeah. You know, just that's that's what kept me inspired, man. I was going to ask you about um what you said, the aud- what is the Audible? Audible, Audible Hustle, Hustle, yeah. Audible Hustle. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I, I saw that. That's the independent movement. Yeah. And... You know, I can just appreciate you guys coming together and, and thinking independent. Well, thinking major, but doing your independent grind. You right, know what I right. mean? And it starts from there. Mm-hmm. It starts from there. And, and you know, I, I try to share the, the little knowledge that I have about certain stuff. It's like, I can tell that you guys, the way that you're moving and the way that you're setting stuff up. Even like, you know, and just to go off a little off a tangent, like, when I talked to you about performing, he was like, man, I want to release this project first. Mm-hmm. Then let's go out here and perform. Like stuff yeah. like that makes sense. You right, know what right. I mean? Because it's kind of like, let me have something. Let let yeah. me, it's a plan. Basically it's right. like, I got a plan in place. Let me figure this plan Definitely. out. You know? Um, and I can see that, that, that grind that you guys have, you know, going right now with, with the audible hustle movement. Um, you said it was the guy, your, your homeboys from the military that, that also was rapping. Mm-hmm. What, what was the goal behind, like, man, let's 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 do this ourselves as opposed to, like, man, let's go out and try to get a deal, you know? Man, actually, uh, you know, we were in, in Florida at the time, and we just wanted to get on the club stage, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we started out rapping. was like, yo, we're going to get this movement popping. They can't do nothing but put us on the stage. You know, I kind of fell off with those guys. You know, I don't even talk to them anymore. I'm not sure, you know, what's their location or anything. But anyway, um... I met some more guys, and they had the same drive. They had the same, you know, plans of making it. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's kind of hard to get heard nowadays because you mm-hmm. got everybody rapping, everybody trying to do the same thing. So, you know, we figured we could do our own thing, build our own brand, you know, build it from the ground up, and you know, yeah, make it an empire. Hopefully, no, man. I mean, you got to start somewhere, man, and that, yeah. that's the key to have the plan early on and know what you know what exactly you want to do because mm-hmm. it's so easy to just say like, this is it. And then, yep. like, no plan. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. It's like, like, just jump out there. Like, no, you got to have a plan in place. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I don't... You write what, what you just said about there are so many people that's rapping. Right. So many people. I mean, 
dude, like, I didn't realize how many people rapped until I, I started this site and put an email address out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, truth be told, I was always on the other side. You know, I was working with artists trying to yeah. trying to get my music on different sites and whatnot. Gotcha. And, you know, for me, I'm just sending the email. I ain't thinking nothing of it. But mm-hmm. then when you flip it and, and you get on the other side and it's like, dude, once you put an email address out there. They own you. They own you. And, and, and you get everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and all of it ain't good. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, you know, I was telling one of, um, one, of, one of the people on my team was like, dude, you realize we get about, you know, 80% of our, our emails that we get delete. They're just not, they're not good. They're not yeah. good enough. And there's so many people that just want to rap and don't have, don't even have a vision. All they hear is the radio. So they try to replicate the same song. And so it's like, dude, how many Migos versus, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so many, uh, um, young, thug. young thug, zero to a hundred cadence. Like it's like remixes. Yeah. Like, give me something else. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it, people are afraid to be different. And, and you know, that's kind of like, I, I just don't get it, man. I'm like, dude, how are you trying to get on the radio sounding like somebody that's already on the radio? Already on the radio? Right. And it's like, you're not giving yourself any leverage. It's like, you on that, man. think about it. Just be logical about it. If I'm somebody that's running this, right? And I'm like, why would I put this song on? It already sounds like that song. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, now once you get on, you can do whatever you want to do. That's yeah. why, I mean, you your get, name, man. Yeah, you know, right. cut on the radio. I mean, it's the same people. Like, right. especially if we in Atlanta, so we already know yeah. it's really the yeah. same people. Like, <laughs> like you go get Young Thug. Same playlist every Same day. place every day. Like, it don't matter. We can go and cut on the radio right now. I guarantee either Amigos record, Young Thug, Young Thug Drake. Drake, Lil Wayne, or, or a, a song done by Mustard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's one of those five yeah. things. Guarantee you cut on the radio right now, and it, one of those is gonna be on the radio. And it's mm-hmm. like, and no, not to them. They made it. They, you know, yeah. they 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 worked hard enough to get yeah. there. But it's like, dude, come and do something different, man. Like, yeah, you can't do what they did, man. Yeah, man, it, yeah. it's crazy. But that brings us to your music, which is it is different, and and it sounds good, and it has your own style and your own your voice. I can hear your voice in your music. Mm-hmm. Um, for you. How important was that to just like carve out your own, you know, your own sound and, and, and try to be your own person through your music early on, you know? Yeah, it, it was definitely important, man. And it was actually, it's not something that you can, that I could do right off the bat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I started rapping, you know, and I was trying to sound like, you know, I don't know, uh, UGK or something, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Not UGK, because I love UGK. Yeah, no, But I was don't. trying to sound exactly like, you know, Pimp C or something, you mm-hmm. know, and that just wasn't me, you know? So over a while, man, you just got to kind of study different artists, man, but at the same time, be yourself, you know what I'm saying? And kind of just put that into your vibe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you can be influenced by it, but at the same time, like you say, you got to find your own medium of of who you are. Um, I wanted to go over those records, man. You sent me, what, like maybe, was it like three, the EP? Yeah, I think about three. Um. The name of the project, first off, is uh, how you pronounce it, Salah? Yeah, Sela. Sela, excuse yeah. me, Sela. And that's going to be a joint project, right, with yeah. uh, Cynic? Yeah. Um, so first off, how, well, Cynic, is he a part of the crew? Or yeah, like, Cynic okay. is with all the walls. Yeah. Okay, so like, how did y'all how did y'all two link, first off, to do a joint project, and why a joint project at that, instead of doing um, something solo? Me and Cynic met in, in Izmir, Turkey, on a military assignment back in, in 2011, I think it was. 
and uh, he was from Mississippi. I was from Alabama. It's like a total of 10 black people there, you know what I'm saying? So we kicked it, man, you know, hoop, did the rapping thing together over there, and uh, he ended up joining the team. And I think back a couple years ago, Yellow Wolf and, and Big Crit were coming out with a project, and uh, that inspired us to do a project. You know, they're from Alabama and Mississippi. We're from Alabama and Mississippi, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So we like, no disrespect to them, but we finna come out, we finna smash theirs, you know what I'm yeah. saying? no, no. So that's what inspired us to do the project, man. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I like what you said, man. Like, rap, I love rap. Yeah. I love it. It's but a sport, man. It's a sport. Yeah. And as a sport, anybody that competed in sports is competitive. And the day you start being competitive, forget about it. You're yeah. not going to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it's so many people that like, oh, no, no, no battle. It's like, it's not even necessarily a battle. Like, be competitive. Yeah. If I'm a rapper, I should think that I can or eventually will be better than this person. Right, right. If you're not thinking like that, like, yeah. you can't tell me Drake going to say I'm not better than Jay-Z or I don't want to be better than Jay-Z. Right. Like, it's just natural, man. It's natural. Gun for that top spot. At least, yeah. if if you don't hit the top spot, at least you'll hit the top five. Like exactly. you know what I'm saying. So like, if gun it ain't for that in you, man. You might as well just be a spectator, man. That, exactly, exactly. You gotta have. You gotta be competitive, man. Like you have to be one of those competitors that will is willing to learn, mm-hmm. learn from the people that's on top. Yeah. But I'm still I'm trying to learn from you so I can beat you eventually. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? And exactly. it's like. So many people get caught up in that. No, nah, man, like, buddy, but it's like, it's okay to be cordial. Yeah. But when we in this ring, when this we are... This the court right here. Yeah, this yeah. the court. You know this what I mean? Right so, here. like, you got to have that, man. That, that's mm-hmm. dope. So, I see you guys, you're doing, you doing the joint project. And uh, let me see if I can pull up. I know um, a couple of the records. So, this is it's going to be a part of a of an EP, right? Or is, is it a full length? Yeah, it's going to be a full length. Full length project? Yeah. So, okay, we got we got the three records here. Uh, Price of success. I love the title of that. Just, yeah. it, I mean, it, it pretty much tells you what the record is about. Um, Parking lot pimping and Rolling Stone. Right. Um, before I get you to break these records down, the first thing I want to ask about is this is kind of like a like a um, a preview to the project. So yeah. what was the what was the thought process behind like? I want to preview. I want to get a preview of this project, hear what it's about, and put it up for like pre-order. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what was the thought process behind that? It's like I could either put it up for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? I could put it, I could have put it up for five dollars, mm-hmm. and just put you know the album for sale, the date it's gonna come out. You know, or I could have did it like this for one dollar. I mean, everybody got a dollar in their pocket yeah. or in their debit card or something, and let you hear three songs, so you you know it's not trash. You know, yeah. you know you're yeah. not finna buy no garbage. So. So the whole project is gonna be a dollar basically. For it's the gonna pro- be a dollar until the release date. Until so the, the pre-order, date. the pre-order is gonna be a dollar. So you can pre-order the project right now for a dollar. Yeah. But if you wait, and I think the release date was September fifth. September fifth. But if you wait to September fifth, it's gonna go up. Price it's gonna, gonna go be full up. price. Yeah. Full, full price. price. Dope idea, by the way. So what's the pre-order right now? Is this? Oh, these are physical copies. The yeah, $5? you can get the physical copies as well for five dollars. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and order this like right now doing the doing it. Well, probably not right now while we're talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do it, man. Just to support, dude. And if y'all get I vinyl, you, man. no problem. If y'all get vinyl, man, let me know. I'm I'm a vinyl yeah, fan. Gotcha, I, gotcha. I know vinyl a little more expensive, but yeah, I like vinyl myself. It, let me know. Um, but yeah, man, definitely check out the project. You can go. Um, what's what's the website? What's the best way to get it? You can get it straight from www.a-h-e.bandcamp.com. Cool. Check that out. Um, and, and we'll put up a link for the project as well on, on the um, podcast when we put it up. 
check out the project. So explain the name, man. I, that that name sounds very familiar, but I'm I'm a bit ignorant to it. I don't know <laughs> what it means. So you know, clue us in on it. And and see how you pronounce it, Sela. Sela. Okay. Yeah. But well, growing up in the church, man, you know, I, I seen the Bible a time or two, and you know that that word Sela is in a bunch of times. And uh, you know, I always thought personally that it meant you know like the writings on the wall or mm-hmm. you know something like it's written. But after doing some research, my partner and I, my partner and I, it came out to mean like um, the joining of thoughts or something, or the combination of a verse. So, and that's what we're doing with this album. We're pretty much conjoining our thoughts and making songs and making the whole album pretty much. So, gotcha. Sila seemed very much fitting for the for the project, man. It, it, it's a thought provoking title, you know what I mean? And, and and I love the thought that you guys are actually making people think about something, yeah, as opposed yeah. to like, this is it. Five hundred dollars, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, like millionaires by March or something like that. Like, <laughs> that's actually a dope. I might have to write that down. Yeah, I, I like, like that. that. <laughs> a little ring to it. You got a little ring to it. <laughs> I'm saying something. That, oh, no, y'all take that, straight man. Straight off like, the dome. Yeah, yeah, straight <laughs> off the dome, on straight out the den. No, y'all take that. We, we might use that later on. But I love the idea and I love the artwork, man. Who like if you guys can. Once you'll see it, but the, the artwork, if you can kind of take us, walk us through it, it mm-hmm. it's kind of like. It almost is that like okay. I was gonna say that that feels like an old school church, like a little fish fry. Yeah, or something yeah. Going on I mean, the, the the portrait is supposed to be like pretty much matched up with a couple songs off the the album. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you got Serenity. So Serenity is represented by the water fountain right there in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, and then um, what else you got? You got the church for the song called Dear God. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, just a few other records, man. So it's based off the the track listing, pretty much. Dope, dope. Who um who did the artwork for y'all? A cat named uh, Pathetic Pixels. Dope, dope. He's yeah. talented, man. Like, I mean, yeah, he does it by hand as well, man. So oh, it's, it's man. all original every time. Oh man, yeah. No, that's dope, dude. I might have some work for you, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I see something on here, and, and, and I might be thinking hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but in the in the kind of like the far background, like you know, you got the people at the table. It's like a church parking around back. Yeah. Is there any significance to them like not really being as detailed or kind of just Well no, nah, he just did that pretty much so they wouldn't take away the attention from from, the, from y'all. From us, you know what I'm saying? But that that's representative of a song we got called Last Supper. Mm. You know, so that's why the food is over there and things like that. So how did that go? Did y'all like give him the track listing and, and kind of tell him like, you know, Well we, from- we 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 brainstormed them on our, amongst ourselves, you know, okay. me and Cynic. So you know, we came up with ideas like Serenity is going to be a waterfall or it's going to be that. And we sent it over to him. And he just put the, the pencil to the pad, man. Yeah. No, man, it, it, it's dope, man. And, and really, I want to go back into, like, you know, Audible Hustle and, and the idea of, of having an independent label and mm-hmm. how you guys are operating and working. You're putting money into your projects. Yeah. Which it sounds kind of cliche to say but it's important you know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely, man. it's important i saw i saw somebody put something on like facebook one time with like you got artists who they'll buy you know they'll buy all these clothes they'll buy a chain they'll buy like a car you know they'll spend you know 20 20 grand on all of that stuff to look good right and then they'll spend you know 200 dollars on their music yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like no packaging no artwork you know Everything looked cheesy, and it's like, dude, why are you spending this much money to make you look good, and you don't even care about the actual product? True. You know what true, I'm saying? Man. Like, definitely. Yeah, I, I just I don't get that part. You know what I yeah, mean? Either, like, I, I don't understand it. It's like, 
people want to look famous, but they don't want to. Yeah, play. but they don't want to. They don't want to invest in it. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. They don't want to invest in the right yeah. stuff anyway, man. Um, you know, take us through these these records, man. Like the first record, which I think is probably my favorite one that I heard between the uh, three, mm-hmm. was Price of Success. Um, you know, kind of go through that and, and the right. thought process behind it. Well, uh, Price of Success was produced by uh, my military homie uh, Manny from Virginia. And uh, it's not a hook on the song, so it's pretty much just two verses from me and Cynic. And, you know, the intro of the song is actually Buster Rhymes talking about Notorious B.I.G., about how he's, just, how he's just constantly in the studio and working, you know what I'm saying, trying to get it instead of out there at the club party and such and such. But um, that's what inspired the record, really, man. That's what set the tone for it. So the verses are about on the journey, getting it, mm-hmm. trying to figure out the formula. You know what I'm saying? The, whatever we got to do to make it, the price, whatever, whatever the price we got to pay, we're yeah. going to pay it. You know what I'm saying? No, no, that, that's dope, man. And um, I'm thinking about that. It, it is a, it's a price on success. Yeah. You know, um, it's, a, it, it, it's a lot of different factors too, you know, and I'm, I'm sure you guys deal with the same thing, but like, you know, for one, you lose a lot of your personal life. Trying, yeah. to, trying to get successful. It was a lot of money. And a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money. Like, you know, those are the things that people, and that's why I love to have this type of dialogue, man, because we actually give an opportunity for, like, people to understand where it ain't glitz and glamour. It's not what you, like, yeah. the people that you see on TV, they've, they've already been through all yeah. this. They you made know, it. They made it. they yeah. already been through all this stuff. So, you you know, you never see the trenches. All you see is the, the we made it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, exactly. it's like that missing out on, like, um, some nights you can't go to the club or you can't you can't hang with people because yeah might have missed the last at least twelve pair of Jordan releases man yeah and I used like, to be on the Jordans every time they came out and I missed like, the last twelve releases at least man and it's like you putting that money into yeah, some into, yeah, yeah. into the music into the music and you know it, it I just love for people to hear that kind of stuff because yeah. it's like it, it takes sacrifice you know what mm-hmm. I mean and it's like. Do I want to spend one fifty on the Jays? Well, I don't know. Jays now probably like two something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, probably pushing two something. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute since I since I bought the Jays. But I went down to Converse, man. You know, I, you know, even Converse <laughs> is expensive now. I mean, I remember when Converse used yeah. to be like the low top used to be nineteen ninety nine, and the mids used to be twenty four ninety nine at the most twenty four ninety nine and twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I got my mids at twenty nine myself. And I'm like now. I was in the ball the other day, man. We were in Augusta with my nephews. They looking for shoes. Mm-hmm. All the chucks, forty nine ninety nine. I'm yeah. like for the kids. No, no, I'm talking about for like adults. But I mean, they okay. My okay. nephews, like, dude, they you know how the kids grow up, man. Yeah, like, guys. West Side guys. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you know, you see it, and it's like, dang, everything going up. And so, like you say, it's like, do I want to spend two hundred on these J's or? Two hundred dollars in in music time right now. That's you know you can get four or five records mixed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. You get you know you can pay somebody to do some artwork. You know, it's, yeah. You can put you can put some money, save up some money, get you a camera. You know, it's it's a lot of stuff yeah, that can be done. Anything really, man. Yeah, yeah, a- a- exactly, man. It's just a matter of making that conscious decision. Like, I want to invest in myself now. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. um, the, the next record, Rolling Stone, kind of kind of take us. Um, through, through the meaning of that record and, and what you guys were trying to get across with that. Well, Rolling Stone was pretty much just a vibe track, man. It's a, it's a, a vibe track for all my, you know, smoking enthusiasts, you know, people that like to partake. 
And uh, it's just something to ride to, man. It's about Rolling Stone, you know. I'm on that Seneca on that spitting verses, talking about riding through the city, trying to find a party to hit up, you know. And that's that's pretty much it for that one, man. Got you, got you. Um, I just I don't know. I just saw a tag just then that said Audible Audible Doctor on the project. Yeah, that? Audible Doctor produced the, uh, another song that we got on the project okay. called Serenity. Yeah, dope, dope, man. I, I rock with Audible Doctor, man. I yeah, actually yeah. I had a chance to interview him. Um, and he did our three lazy questions too, man. Uh, but oh, I, that's dope. Yeah, I, I I rock with the dude, man. He just he got an organic sound, man, and yeah, you know he. He about the music, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? He yeah. definitely about the music. So he was shout nice out, shout enough out to him. work with us, man. So I appreciate yeah. that dude right there. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, that's what it's about, though, man. It's like I don't understand, especially like you shouldn't never be too big to work with people. Yeah, man. You know, because you came from that, you know how it is. Exactly, you know? exactly. And and believe it or not, you might be on top today, but you know, this music industry is, is cyclical. It's so many people that, you know, had it and then lose it. Mm-hmm. And it's all about, if you maintain those relationships down at the bottom, when you never, you drop back down a little bit, yeah. you still got them. You got, yeah. you know, you can still carry on a little business, you know. Definitely. Um, parking lot pimping, man. When I see it, you, of course, all the J fans, I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about the record. I think it was on, was it the Dynasty album? With, yeah, um, I think so. I'm not with, sure, uh, though, man. Him and Beans. And, you know, I, I, I used to love that record. Even yeah. though, like, listening to it now, it it's sounds, a classic joint. You man. know, it, it it's classic, but the production on it, it just remind me of that's how stuff used to sound, yeah. you know, back yeah. then. But uh, take us through Parking Lot Pimping, man. Like, well, Parking Lot Pimping, man, the hook was inspired uh, by my homeboy in San Antonio when I was standing down there. You know, he had a girl at the crib. You know, she was decent looking, you know, but he was always out, man, kicking and partying and trying to find a, you know, a, a all-star for the bench, too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Gotcha. And uh, he, ended up, he ended up getting caught up with that. So that's what inspired the song. And we just went went off on that with the verses. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So what, um, the rest of this project, man, like, I mean, so far, just on, on those three records, you kind of, you reached a lot of different, you know, mm-hmm. different audiences. You know what I mean? Like you, you got yeah. you got your stoner crowd. You got you got the people that's introspective and want to think. You know, mm-hmm. with Price of Success, and, and that's a record that just about anybody can relate to. Like mm-hmm. any level, whether right. you want to be a rapper or you, you know, trying yeah. to be a doctor. You know, uh, parking lot pimping. You you got the crowd that want to have fun. You know, what yeah. I mean? you got you got all of those. So you guys are really touching on a lot of different. Um, you know, subjects, yeah. but for the rest of the, pro- how many tracks is it going to be? It's about 13. 13, 13 tracks. 14, that, that's yeah. a good, that's a good number. That's mm-hmm. definitely a good number. Um, what else will the, will the uh, album have to offer? And, and, you know, I know you don't have to give away everything because mm-hmm. I know you're trying right. to keep, keep some mystery, yeah. but you know, something else that you can give us that for those people who think like, I like these three tracks, but it may not be enough. What else can, you know what I mean? I mean, Sea Lies is pretty much a collaborative piece. Um, but within the album, you're gonna have records, you know, for the eighty babies, you know what I'm saying? For you know, for people that like to think, for people that like lyrics. We got songs like Last Supper and Dear God, you know, even Price of Success. Mm-hmm. You know, for people that just like to chill pretty much. We don't really do the turn up scene too much. But for those that just like to chill, for those that like Outcast and UGK mm-hmm. and Eight Ball MJG, those type of cats, you know, that that's what this gonna give you right here, man. That's dope, man. You 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 said some names just then, man. Yeah. You, I'm a, I'm a Cass fan. I, I feel you. Uh, that's I'm I'm just ready for September 27. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put that out there. Yeah. Um, 
I, I got tickets for that show, and we're going to enjoy ourselves. We're probably going to be at Centennial all day because yeah. you know how it, <laughs> I was like, it's it's, it's going to be major, man. It's, it's going right to be major. Yeah, man. It's just a crazy thing when it's general admission, that means it's first come, first serve. So, you know, oh. you... I mean, anybody can get in with the ticket. Yeah, but, but as far as where you are gonna sit at, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like you standing up in the back. Or oh something. man, I can't be that far with back. Binoculars. Yeah, I can't be that far <laughs> back, bro. I know Centennial ain't been so big, but man, I want to be able to see that stage, man. So yeah, you know we're gonna be up. We're gonna be up early, uh, up and at it, man. But um, you know, like you said, the project is definitely giving us a whole lot and you know you guys like like you said hey, you're a different lane from from the turn up movement mm-hmm. that's in the city and you know what i've learned is because I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not even gonna lie i'm not really a fan of it of the turn up movement yeah. but i've learned to appreciate it right, right and it's because it's like you know something they're not talking to me they talking yeah. to they have a lane for sure they got they a, lane. a lane they yeah. they talking to my nephew they talking mm-hmm. to that that 14 to 18 year yeah. old range like yeah. that's them all day long they love that you know right I need I need to hear something with some substance yeah, though. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I just gotta hear some records. I and I like I like that. the party too, but you know, give me a mix of both. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can appreciate, you know, good music for for what it is. Definitely, man. Um I wanna think, man, it's it's some more stuff that before we get to our our um vinyl conversation segment that I wanted to make sure I went over with you. Um if people can take anything away from your music, you know, what exactly would it be? They could take away, man, that we're uh, down to earth, you know, that we're real people, man. We we ain't got no big heads, no big egos. You know, we done been around the country. We have been out of the country, you know, but at the same time, we from the country, you know. We from yeah. down south, down yeah. here, you know, Alabama, Mississippi. So, you know, at the end of the day, man, we just two down home cats. Yeah, got yeah. you, got you. So, um, I know you guys have this joint project. Is there any, are you planning to do, so, like, solo projects? Or are you guys yeah, just going to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm already working on something solo. He is over there, you know, um, when he can. You know, he's in Afghanistan. So okay, okay. So, when time permits, he does what he can, but we're both working on something as well. Cool. So, are you still in the military right now? No, I got okay. out almost two years ago now. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, what what's that transition been like for you, man? Like, you know, leaving. Um, it's been different, man. You know, um, I was unemployed for like four months for the first time since I was seventeen. You yeah. know, and uh, but it's 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 cool though because the environment is more relaxed. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you know, you used to stuff done a certain way and done you know to the top to the best of the quality as it can be. But yeah. you know, it's not really the case out here. But it's cool, man. How many How many years did you do? I was in for about six and a half. Six and a half? Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, excuse me, man. My wife, she was in the reserves, man. And Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, man. Did she I, like it? No, no, no. Like I said, she was in, <laughs> she was in the reserves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, past her, she, yeah. she got up out of that. Man, it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't really for her. You know, it was just like... Um, it's a good spot to go and get it, like a stepping stone, man. Yeah, get yeah, a, yeah. a foundation, you know, yeah. and just do your own thing. Yeah. I, I, me, personally, man, I'm, I'm the type of person, I say, if you're going to do it, I say, go full time man like, yeah just go ahead and do them that's them, best that's the best for some people to do yeah, yeah man do so. them four years man and really i'm like if you're gonna go i'm like go ahead and go in and because wait i think you only need 20 right to yeah you could retire at 20. 20 i would have retired at like 38 man yeah so yeah. it's like i mean it ain't for everybody but it's like i'm like if you if you know you yeah. don't want to do nothing else it's worth it man at like, the end of the day it's worth 20. it it's yeah. worth it yeah. do the 20 retire you know 
start a new career. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I definitely feel that, bro. But, uh, you know, we've been chatting for a minute, man. It's crazy how, how, how much time flies. But before we uh get out of here, I definitely want to get you um to do our vinyl conversation. I don't know if you had a chance to, if you heard it. But um, as you see here, we got some vinyl. Yeah. Um, So what we're going to do, you pick one vinyl from each bin. All right. Um, and just give us your thoughts on those vinyls. You can, it can be a personal okay. story. Yeah, it can be, yeah. you know, whatever. So, um, and one, you can do the blue band. Let me move on to the side. So, yeah, you can get grab one out of there, and you can do it at random. So, you can just, instead of looking at them, just pick them at random because it's, it's some stuff oh, in there. Okay, okay. yeah. yeah. All right, and you can get one up out of here. Somebody picked that last time too. And um pick one from here if you want. And really if you want to, man, you can you can pick another one. Because two actually it's crazy. You picked two of the same vinyl somebody picked last time. Is it the red one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get another one. And the blue one? Yeah. Just um pick pick somebody. Shout, shout out to Keith Science, man. Somebody picked your vinyl again, bro. All right, so you got those three in hand, man. Um, you know, look at e each one. Kind of give me your, your thoughts on it. You know, whatever personal story it may have or whatever comes to mind when you see it. All right. Uh, we got here is Vanity. What is it about? That's that's actually her name, Vanity. You, um, Oh, Vanity. Wild Animal, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's the name of it, yeah. All right, Vanity, uh... I think right now in 2014, there's a lot of vanity, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody wants the gold chains and the Gucci's and the, you know, everything like that. But other than that, what we got? Nice looking woman, some black hair. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you, um, <laughs> you know Prince. Yeah, I know Prince. Vanity Six. She was in Vanity Six. Oh yeah. Yeah, like the, right, the record, dope. like Nasty Girl and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's um. Uh, yeah, she looked she, like a nasty girl on this cover, man. <laughs> she was like the main, pretty much the main, <laughs> the main chick. I could dig that. All right. Um, Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie Wonder. Uh, you know, I used to sneak and listen to a lot of music growing up, man. My mom didn't let me listen to nothing but gospel. Uh. But, you know, I did like the oldies and, and jams like these, man, along with rap songs, of course. But, you know, Stevie Wonder definitely had a, a good influence on me growing up, man. Everybody got to love Steve. Oh, yeah. There's some classics on Got to love Steve. Uh, what's this right here? 25th anniversary celebration. Oh, People's Community Church in Detroit, Michigan. That's what's up. Uh, <laughs> how, ironic, how ironic is that? <laughs> he said all his mom let him listen to growing up was gospel music. And he oh, said he was man. in Detroit and you picked a, a Detroit. I don't even know that. That's, um, that's crazy. That's like... Uh, a live recording concert. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, shoot. Uh, my mom's is an evangelist in the church, man. She married a preacher. I felt like I went to church eight days out the week, <laughs> man. You know, and uh, shout out to Detroit 313, man, Seven Mile. That was a great place to be. It was rough, man, but as a kid, you had a lot of kids to play with and run the streets with, so it was an awesome time, man. Yeah. And uh, 
I think that's all I got for this one, man. That's, that's crazy, got. though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right, what we do now, man, is um, you can pick any one of those, right? Right. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna put it on we're gonna put it on the record player here, and, and, and you're gonna give us some verses. You gonna give us some some bars. It could be freestyle or written, but um. Oh, this gonna be ugly, boy. Hey. <laughs> it don't, hey, freestyle or written, man. I, I don't discriminate, man. Just give All us right. a, give us something. First man to die for the black wing I pulled out was a black man. The ground where we stand with a black held in my yeah. hand was first a red man. Uh. Yeah. Chillin' in the den on the Monday Then y'all know about this album gon' push play We gon' get it in every time I spit it Coming off the dome, I hear not the writings You know the kid, I spit a flame every time I throw it Every time I'm in the game, you gotta know it 23 on my back like Jordan, no Coming off the dome like you gotta know Coming down 20 on the east side Pulling from the west of the guest side You know when I'm coming, you throw it up A's to the dome, never flowing up Can't do this flow too much Gotta go to work, gotta get these bucks, you know Uncle Sam on the nigga back still. Been six years trying to get these bills off me. P.O. on me too. Get off me, Lord. You know I'm coming through. I'm rolling with my dogs. Yeah. Hey, that's what's up, man. I appreciate it, man. That was, um, you just, I don't even know what record that was on Stevie Wonder, but... <laughs> Hey, we gonna we gonna go with it, man. But uh, that's what you that's what you call a true authentic freestyle vinyl conversations with the homie Rod McCoy, man. Um, yes, sir. Hey, before we get out of here, man. Um, see what what's the one thing, man, that I'm you know just you as a person, man. I know we did the one thing about your music, but like, mm-hmm. what do you want people to leave this from? If they don't hear nothing but just this part, you know, what what do you want to leave with the people? You said as far as my music or a person? Just, just personal, yeah. As a person, man, that, uh, shit, I'm just cool, laid back from around the way. Um, if anybody want to reach out to me, I'm an easy person to talk to, you know what I'm saying? I'm just always trying to get it like everybody else is, man. So if you're on that same mission, then, you know, holler at me. Dope, dope, man. Well, hey, man, it's Jay Good is straight out the den. In here with the homie Rod McCoy, man. Give us all your contact information, man, how people can reach you. What's the best way to reach you? The best way is, is by email, man. Sometimes the phones don't have no signal or whatever. So email me at, you know, A-H-E-C-E-O at gmail.com, man. And I'm on it all day, every day. So I get right back to you. And uh, what about the social media, Twitter? Social media, I'm on Twitter at underscore Rod and then McCoy, M-C-C-O-Y. And then put an underscore after that, too. And you can find me right there. You can also find us at Audible underscore Hustle on Twitter as well, man. Dope, man. Well, hey, man, it's Jay Good. It's straight out the den. You can follow me on Twitter at STR, the number eight, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N. And um, I'm going to try something new, man. I, I say I want to start leaving uh, the podcast on, on a positive note, man. So I'm going to give some words of inspiration if I may. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, um, well, first off, before I get those words of inspiration, this this podcast was definitely brought to you by the good folks over at Classic. Please go to Classic. Um, that's Classic.com. That's T-H-A-T-S-C-L-A-S-S-I-K.com. Go to the website. Check out the brand, man. Check out all the clothing. They have some dope hats, some dope pieces there. And um, just type in the word straight, S-T-R, the number eight, in the promo code and get $5 off, man. Definitely shop with Classic and uh, support them and support us at the same time. But uh, I want to leave you guys with some words of inspiration, man. Just uh, Just remember that... 
If you have a dream, it's your dream. And all you have to do is just follow that dream. But at the same time, make sure that you be prepared. You know what I mean? Be prepared and do the research and pray on that dream and, and keep working until it becomes a reality. And with that being said, man, it's your boy Jay Good straight out the damn. I appreciate you, Rod, for coming oh, yes, through, sir, man. man. Support. Thanks for having me. Uh, no problem, bro. And um, we out. That's it. Yes, sir. All right.